Welcome everyone to the Four Pointers Fantasy League Frenzy. My name is Jake and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? Pretty good. Glad you finally got it done after like a million takes. Yeah, it was a, it's a real uh, tongue twister. Well, it was one take, but it felt like a million. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. We got there eventually. Yeah, no. Well, I'm not doing as well as you, Jake. What was your ranking in the end? Yeah, so I finished up with the NRL Fantasy 28th out of the entire game. So I was uh, pretty impressed with uh, my result this week. Out of how many? 2 million, 3 million? Uh, I think it's like 114,000. 116,580. I will take that. So not as big as the 2 million you were claiming. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll take the the top 0. Point whatever percent uh, that I got. But uh, yeah, pretty good result this this week. Got lucky with uh, Daniel Saifidi scoring a double that really bumped up the, that score and uh, having Nathan Cleary as captain. Captain, which we talked about as our go-to one, uh, top pick that I had, uh, worked worked a treat. Yeah, I think some of the other great performers were Latrell Mitchell. Did you have him? I did. Yeah, I think we're just going to list all the top performers <laughs> from the round and they're going to be in your team. And what, what were you meant to finish if you just actually made your bench right? So if I had my 17 like, optimised to, I guess, with the, the people in my non-scoring that uh, would have played, I think I would have finished second overall. So Outrageous. Yeah, so pretty unlucky that the guy that finished first uh, was, was well ahead of everyone. But I think, yeah, I would have picked up at least another 20, 30 points uh, from the the getting the right players playing. And But I'll still, I'll still take 28th. It's, it's, uh, I finished se- seventh overall one week in... Super coach, but this is definitely my top result in NRL fantasy. Yeah. You should just do the podcast on your own. I had a rough week. What did I finish? I finished 4,800 and no, holy shit, I finished 48,000th. Oh, wow. Yeah, real rough. Tough, real rough. Tough stuff. Real rough weekend. I was like, oh, the top 5,000, that's not bad. Not the top 50,000. <laughs> Idiot. You're in the top 50%. That's that's still better than, oh, better terrible. than nothing. It went from premiership winner, top like 5% last year. To be in top 50%. Outrageous. My friend Joseph thinks I've sold my soul to the devil with my fantasy uh, form over the last couple of weeks, uh, the last couple of, well, last 12 months, really. Uh, but uh, I think it's just all those spreadsheets that I use prior to the, the season kicking off to, to make sure I'm in tip top shape. I don't know how many spreadsheets told you a front row was going to get a double, but it paid off. It did. Uh, Your front row scored more tries than most people's backs. Yeah. yeah, I had a good one. Paulo and Daniel Saifidi both both killed it, which was great. Some of the other top performers, obviously, Reed Marnie, who was the only player this round to score over 100 with 109. I don't know how sustainable that is. He just had an absolute corker. But if you want to get a uh, three-week price rise, you can ride that high average of his for a while and make some good money off of it. But if you had him to start, you're cheering because he's already made 64K. You already mentioned Daniel Saifidi. He's up 41K. Your boy Nathan Cleary is up 25, and he was already at a ridiculous amount of money. Jaden Braley up 52K after making 78. So I think most people are going to be running to put him in at hooker. Brett Morris got an amazing 85. which saw him go up 46 grand. But once again, that Brett Morris has never been known for consistently setting Fantasy League alight. No, three tries uh, obviously would have helped. I think there's like twenty, what twenty four points there, so that that jumped up his uh, his score massively. And yeah, obviously, some of the standouts to me that would be potential buys. Listen, Armau, he's quite cheap under four hundred k. He's already gone up thirty eight k in the last week, but the but because it price rises are uh, based on a three week average. Week three is where you'll make a lot of your money. And the weeks one and two are less because they're only for that shorter time period. So now's your time to grab those cash cows. Another one that stood out to me, Hudson Young. He went up 35k after getting 77. He's at a reasonable 634k. Connor Watson, though, everyone's favorite cheapie. 
Made it at 33 grand in one week after scoring 54 playing off the bench. I think he scored 54 in 55 minutes. Yeah, so pretty that, much spot yeah. on a point a minute. So he was uh, he looked he looked really strong. Uh, another another one we had there was was Jai Arrow. Came off mm. the bench. It wasn't sure how we go with the the minutes, but played decent minutes and uh, yeah ended up with a 32k price rise. So he uh, he looked strong. Yeah, he was tempting. I didn't buy him because he was on the bench. Regret it. He uh, picked up some really good base stats off there. So you're thinking he'll get even more minutes and time. Uh, as he assimilates into the team. Yeah, and the 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 other one I want to sort of touch on was Jacob Little. We we said he had to sort of be in that team or and did uh, did really well. Made thirty one k. Interesting this week though with the team. So Ed, Moses Embiid drops into into fourteen as uh, Adam Dewey's back this week. So that could be a, just a bit of a watch out. I uh, still see some price rises uh, and he'll still play some decent minutes. But yeah, it could be a call out which we sort of flagged last week in in the podcast last week as well. Yeah, I was interested. You're you're the Tigers expert. Uh, Joe Offengawi, 58. Is that sustainable? I actually was uh, tossing. I had him in my team uh, over Tino uh, for for most of the lead up to the the first round, but but swapped the the last minute. Uh, look, he played he played really well. Um, got through a ton of work. Played some big minutes as well. I don't know if fifty. Uh, yeah, that, that sort of scores is, is sustainable. Um, I think he's probably around a 40, 45 uh, 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 point player. But yeah, if the the way he's rising at this the next couple of weeks, he still could be a, an interesting option. Yeah, you're a Tupanua. Yeah, that, that that paid off for you. Like yeah, every was, player you got paid off for you, didn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, I think they only had a couple that that didn't have price rises, and mostly was around my centers, which I purposely had uh, some low low valued players because I knew that that would be the case. But yeah, Tupanua uh, scored a try, almost had a, had a second one that got taken off him. Uh, looked really good on that right edge, and uh, yeah, with Luke Keery moving over to that side now as well, uh, he could be in for some uh, some big price rises still over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Dane Laurie, I think was everyone's favorite uh, cheapy ride. Made 28k after a solid 44 points. Do you think, once again, you're the Tiger expert? Do you think that's sustainable? Yeah, I think he's. Um, yeah, well, obviously we didn't uh, didn't have a great great game against the Raiders, but he uh, he still managed to get through some some decent base stats, and and that wasn't including any tries or anything like that. So if he continues doing that and he starts to get in some attacking stats, probably not this week against the Roosters, but you never know. Uh, he could definitely be a, an in- interesting one to to continue to to rise in price. And Dragons had some good ones, but mostly Fumiano. Yeah, an interesting one. Yeah, I didn't don't uh, didn't think he'd actually get the starting lock spot, but uh, uh, they've gone with him to to start there, and um, yeah, he could be a, another option. He's relatively cheap at three hundred and sixty k at the moment, so it could be one to to look at over the next couple of weeks. Even cheaper, Alvaro for the Dragons made forty off of a three hundred and sixteen k investment. Yeah, so and only be with five percent of teams, so he could be a, a good point of difference. Um, yeah, going forward, if you're looking to, if, I think some players would have had Matt Lodge, who, who's out for a couple of weeks now with a hamstring injury, so it could be a straight swap from uh, Matt Lodge into Daniel Alvaro. Speaking of disappointments, though, Jordan Ricky owned by forty-one percent or forty-one point six, so basically forty-two percent of the league. Jordan Ricky only scored twenty three, went down in value by three grand. Yeah, my my lowest scoring or one of my lowest scoring players uh, this week. If uh, one of the ones, if I had had uh, Dane Laurie in my side instead of him, would have uh, would have helped a lot. 
didn't yeah didn't do a lot of stuff uh, on uh, on Friday night, but I still think he's one that you know starting second rower at that sort of price is still uh, tempting, and someone you still need to have in your team. I think for at least the next couple of weeks. Yeah, some of the biggest uh, sinkers price wise, Kurt Mann lost forty four grand because he got injured. Correct. But that's a good one to monitor. I always love to go through the list and look for the players that have been injured early on in a game, so I can ride their price fall to get them at a discount. Uh, Tariq Sims only got seven, went down thirty-five grand. Was he injured? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing him go off. I think he just might have had a had a bad game potentially. Yeah. Can't I can't remember. And you hate to see it, Funa from Manly scored minus two. Yeah, he didn't play. He definitely didn't play many minutes. And uh, yeah, obviously came onto it in against a team that Roosters were red hot. Yeah. So he's and he's been dropped this week. So yeah, yeah my my uh, price drop to watch for the round. Jason Tumalolo got thirty-three, went down thirty-three grand. Yeah, he uh, didn't get a lot of minutes. So it was a big, big talking point after the game on on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, with the the minutes he played, he, he only got about seventy odd meters, which is unheard of for for, for Jason Taumalolo. So uh, he's definitely one if he drops in price, and if for some reason his minutes do start to pick up, which goes against Todd Payton, what he had said previously, is definitely one to try and get into your team. Yeah, my captain Damien Cook has got thirty seven. Which is why I'm in the top fifty percent. <laughs> he went down thirty one grand. After Coruscant only got thirty three. He went down thirty one. Dahlia Metal winner Jack Wyden got twenty seven. Went down thirty one k. Rattling them off. Otherwise, we'll be here all day because of some disappointing performances on the weekend. My most disappointing performance though was Corey Allen, considering that I tried to save some money on Latrell Mitchell and it was like an 80, 80 point swing. So, Corey, Corey Allen, unfortunately, only got six, and he's gone down 28 grand. Yeah, the other one, for I guess, for within my own team, that I was a little bit disappointed on uh, was Jay Cavarillo. Uh, he still scored 20, but, you know, he uh, he didn't didn't set the world on fire, didn't even look really much in the game uh, against Newcastle. So, hopefully, he's one that can improve over the, the next couple of weeks because uh, I know a lot, of, a lot of people had him. Another cheapie to watch is AJ Brimson, who went down 18 grand after getting 34. I dropped AJ Brimson, but it was a case of cap management. I'm probably planning to bring him back when he gets cheaper, but I can't see him going up in value in the next few weeks. I needed to free up money to fix some of my colossal screw-ups <laughs> on my team. We're going to start yeah. now. I'm doing my classic Trent move where I'm taking 240 grand of dead salary cap in the next round so I can spend it the week after. Well, it did work for you last season, so yeah, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. So, team lists. The best part, or the most important part of the day, of the week for Fantasy League. I won't say the best because sometimes you cry, sometimes you laugh, sometimes you think about your existence when you look at what happens in the team lists. I'm going to run us through some of the highlights that I put up on my cute little word doc. So Souths dropped Josh Mansour and Jacob Host after the loss to the Storm. That's real disappointing for people that thought they could ride the Jacob Host train, but if you got on that train, it's your own fault because whenever people have ridden it before, it's crashed. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't, didn't look that great in when he played for the Dragons uh, in terms of as a fantasy coach, a uh, fantasy player. So, yeah, it would have been yeah. disappointing for those people that did have him. People that picked Josh Mansour would have been hoping that a new club would have ignited the fantasy league form that he had back in the day. But unfortunately, they don't give fantasy league points for players playing in the World's Cup. <laughs> so here we are. They were replaced by Jackson Paulo and Keon Kolomatangi, which are potential uh, players to look at for uh, buys. Uh, Patrick Mago was also added onto the bench. Uh, and Manly didn't make many changes after getting flogged, but they have swapped potential price or potential cash cow Andrew Davies 
Andrew Davies, sorry, for Jack Gowaskowski. I don't know why I offered to read the team lists. Some of these names are already doing <laughs> me in. And, uh, and Hooker K-Cast was added to the bench after scoring three tries in reserve grade on the weekend. Kieran Foran is under an injury cloud with Josh Schuster on standby. Yeah, they, they need to do something. They haven't done mass changes, but uh, Andrew Davey could be an option now that he's, he's starting to, to get him into your fantasy team. Yeah, he was a talk before the get, before the season started. If he got the starting spot, he was one to grab. It just happened a week late. But after he didn't get it in round one, you're worried about job security there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, over at the Roosters, no Sam Walker or Joseph Suwali, as people are desperately wanting those big-name cheapies to come on the market. Freddie Lussick is in at hooker for Jake Friend, but I'd be hesitant about buying him, considering that uh, Verrills and Friend are both due back soon. Drew Hutchinson came into the site number 14, but he'd have even less job security as Freddie Lussick. Yeah, because Adam Kieran's out for a while, but again, yeah, with Sam Walker still lurking around, um, potentially he could be another one that could come in in the coming weeks. Uh, and and Joseph Sawali had a got his uh, approval to potentially play in the future. Uh, from what all accounts, had a great game in New South Wales Cup. So uh, if an injury strikes for the backline of the Roosters, I think he could be coming in pretty pretty soon. Yeah, Corey Norman back for the Dragons with Adam Clune dropping out. No comment. <laughs> yep, straight swap. Yeah. Uh, Adam Dooley returns for the Tigers. I'm going to kick now to our resident Tigers expert, Jake Bull. Yeah, so yeah, Dewey's uh, back at 5'8". Uh, M. Byers gone to the bench and uh, my one of my favourite players, Russell Packers, dropped out. Uh, interesting that uh, Tommy Talal's still uh, on the bench as well. So it looks like they're going to use him as a, as a forward player. So uh, be yeah, keen to see how that goes. But yeah, as I mentioned before with, um, with Jacob Little, could see his minutes decrease uh, from this week, but he uh, he's still still an option to have, to have in your team going forward. Over at Canberra, no Croker or Corey Hosborough for the Raiders, but that's good news for people that had um, Chris at yep. centre and also had uh, Ryan James in the team. Yeah, he's uh, he's st- he scored well, Ryan James, and obviously got a try as well for his first game back in a long time, and it looked pretty good. So yeah, he'll uh, he'll see some price rises, I think, in the next couple of weeks too. And the Corey's back for the Eels. Ewan Aitken is out for the Warriors. Adam Pompey in um, Newcastle miraculously named the same seventeen after it looked like they were just getting shot down with a sniper rifle. I can't see that team taking the field. Nah, I was gonna say it feels like a smokescreen. Feels like someone's gonna. It's either just a lie so they can figure out who's playing. Um, I was hoping the name Dominic Young, who I think would be, he's a in sneaky, the reserves, so he could yeah, be. I think could he'd be, an be a sneaky for points. Big tackle-breaking winger who's been playing in the forwards. So it'd be good to see him get a run. Uh, Brian Kelly out for the Titans. Matt Lodge out. Tom Flegler into the starting side for the Broncos with Reese Kennedy. Jumping onto the bench. Anything? Any insight there? No, the only one that you had in your team, uh, which I definitely di- uh, didn't, was uh, was Anthony Milford, who looked uh, who got some pretty good points uh, for, for the Broncos. Oh, yeah, that was juicy. I enjoyed it, but a lot of it came from pure attacking stats. I'm a bit worried about how his base stats look going, uh, going forward. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King returns for the Dogs, and Raymond Fatilla Mariner has bumped up for Corey Waddell, who's gone back to the bench. I think people would have liked uh, Mariner to ride the bench a little bit longer so his price could come down before getting moved up so you could grab him. But he's still coming at a bit of a discount, and his break-even should be pretty high this week, so you could always hope try to bring him in your team round three if you're looking for premium value and he looks like he's going as good as he did last year and finally at the Sharks Jesse Ramian is suspended replaced at centre by Hiroti 
Yeah, so they're out for a couple of weeks, Jesse Ramian. So Horati, yeah, doesn't doesn't have a lot of job security. Obviously, that's only be a couple of weeks. But if you do need someone that you know on your bench that may not may not score, but maybe able to pick up some quick cash, uh, could be an option to to bring in as well. Okay, we're gonna finish this episode, Jake. Buy and sell. Who are you buying? Who are you selling? Well, after the round I had last week, I, I don't even know if I need to make any changes. Who's yourself from somebody else's team? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the only other one that I potentially am looking at, though, to sell, I know it's only his first week back. I know he hasn't played a lot of minutes um, for the last well, last year or so. Jack Bird, I uh, watched him, you know, had some, some good tackle breaks, missed a lot of tackles, though. Um, so for me, that one is a potential option to, to get rid of. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't, don't really have anyone that I can think of at the top of my head. Um, looking at the, the, the teams from my end, um, obviously other than bearing injury players, uh, to, to take out. Who are you thinking, Trent? I'm selling Corey Allen. This is an objective opinion, not just subjective to my team. Sorry, Corey Allen. Didn't see enough base stats in his first game for me to justify. Already losing money. If you've got him, get rid of him. I, if I have him, but if you don't have him, Jaden Braley. Bye. He's already gone up fifty-two grand after scoring seventy-eight. He's gonna—he's only at four hundred and sixty-two k. He's gonna be riding that seventy-eight for the next two weeks. I wouldn't be shocked if he, in the next five weeks, if he's kissing six hundred, if he gets a few more scores around the fifty. He won't score seventy-eight every week because he had like three line breaks and looked devastating on the run, which could have been a one-off. But he has great base stats in his tackling, and he played eighty minutes. Yeah, one thing, uh, one player I had again is a point of difference you potentially look at for, and this might be a bit of bias for the Tigers. Actually, Luke Brooks uh, scored sixty-four in round one, um, only owned by five percent of teams. Uh, another player I was I had as a, a short list of player to bring in, uh, kick goals last week as well. Uh, Adam Dewey's back, so he may not may not kick goals this week, but yeah, it could be a, a really good option to have. Only five hundred and seventy k compared to some of the other really mm. expensive uh, halves in the in the game. So definitely one that I'll be uh, keeping an eye over the next couple of weeks. The other player I'd be concerned about holding on to is Adam Reynolds after he scored 37 and Benji Marshall played a lot off the bench. It didn't cut into his minutes, but it cut into the amount of ball that he got in his hands, which is never great for point scoring. Yeah, and he's obviously, he's been sort of a weird player in terms of fantasy. You know, he can score those big scores, but he can obviously have sort of those little, well, like not great scores. So yeah, the fact that Benji's coming in and playing a bit of a ball playing role is not ideal for, for owners, of, uh, owners of Adam Reynolds. That's it. My notes are done, Jake. Do you have anything else to help? You're the sage, the great mystical number 48 in the country. 28. 28. Number 28 in the country, the great mystical Jake Bull. Do you have any last words of wisdom for all those plebs out there? Uh, well, I mean, the, the, the one thing I would say is don't panic sell. Uh, there is one, you know, if a, a guy has a bad one week, you know, the, and you still were happy to pick him at the, the start of the, the season, um, to, to stick maybe even if it's another week. So yeah, just keep a, keep a hold of some, some of your players, you know, don't, you need to save some of those trades. I know I've been known to save trades towards the, the back end of the season, but yeah, that would be my suggestion. Um, just, yeah, wait and see on, on a lot of the, some of those players. You're a great fantasy player. You'd be a terrible marriage counsellor. That's what I'll say. Um, But good luck with your scores, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya.